Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. Very glad to be able to join you once again on this Tuesday night, September the 17th, 2019. So uh, again, I love doing this week in and week out. It's a lot of fun. I hope it's fun for you. And you know, I thrive on interaction. So if you ever have a question, if you're listening by podcast, if you're listening, if you're viewing live, um, or maybe you're listening or watching on the soon-to-be Travel Tips Tuesday YouTube channel that we're currently working on getting launched, uh, you know, please comment. You know, I want to know if there's something you have a question about. I want to know if there is something that you maybe disagree on or, uh, you know, any any particular insight that you may have, uh, because I believe that we can all learn from each other. Uh, there may be things that I'm aware of, changes that I'm, that I'm not aware of. I try to stay in the know with everything uh, that, that is out there, but occasionally there may be something um, that, that goes on that I'm not aware of. So um, let's learn from each other. Let's talk about it. Let me know what you think. Um, tonight, tonight's topic is Bears, Boats, and Runaway Trains, a look into Frontierland at the Walt Disney World Resort. So as I mentioned last week, uh, we started with Adventureland, and we're starting in the Magic Kingdom, specifically at Walt Disney World. We're doing kind of a land-by-land look um, at attractions, at food options, uh, at, at dining, um, to kind of give you an idea of some of the things that you can do. Um, some of the things that you can experience. So this is this is, is a great series to share with folks that may be going uh, for the first time, or maybe you're looking for a refresher and you haven't been to the park for a while, or maybe you're just pining for the for the country bear jamboree and you hadn't you know you hadn't seen them in a while. So um, you're sad that they almost got kicked off, right? You know, it was a rumor, but anyway, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but it's, it's meant to be informative. It's meant to kind of help you think about things uh, creatively, strategically, and maybe look for some sort of hidden nooks and crannies in some places of uh, these particular lands that you may or may not be familiar with. So uh, let's get started. So before uh, we go straight into Frontierland, I do want to thank everybody that has been listening and watching on Facebook um, and also uh, that has been tuning in via the podcast if you have been listening via podcast or you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do. Uh, go to Apple Podcast, um, search for Travel Tips Tuesday. You can go to uh, Spotify and many of the other podcasting platforms as well and search for that. Please subscribe. Um, you know, Please rate me, hopefully five stars, but please be honest. Uh, let me know what you think and so others can see that and hopefully benefit from these discussions that uh, we're having. So what, what are your favorite things to do in Frontierland? Please tell me tonight. That is the question. I want to know what are your favorite things to do in Frontierland at Walt Disney World. Um, so I would love to be able to share some of those as they come through on the live feed. Uh, I'll be sharing those with you. So let's break it down by attractions. We're going to look at the attractions, the dining options, um, and also uh, shopping. So starting off with attractions, one of my favorites is Splash Mountain. That's right, we're going through the briar patch, going for a little, for a little log ride. Everybody loves a, loves a good log flume ride at a theme park or a fair, right? Well, this is not your ordinary log flume ride. Um, you know, they have a lot of turns, there are a few little dips, there's one very good drop uh, right at the end, the kind of the picture spot where you go right through the briar patch. 
at the end of it, it curves around right there in the front of, uh, you know, of Frontierland. Uh, it's a great photo spot for folks that may not want to go on the ride. There's a photo spot for that ride that hopefully you can catch the people coming down. If not, there is a photo pass camera on that ride as well as you're coming down it. If you get the Memory Maker photo package, it's one of the mini rides uh, out, of the, out of the mini rides and, and attraction spots and character spots that, uh, that you can get your picture taken and it's included in the Memory Maker. So be on the lookout for that. But Splash Mountain is a themed ride out of the whole Briar Rabbit uh, story. Um, uh, kind of themed along some parts of Song of the South, um, one of the classic Disney films um, that's out there. Wonderfully themed, very immersive, uh, a lot of fun. It's a great attraction to go on uh, on, a, on a warm day because if you sit in front, you will most definitely get wet. You won't be like head to toe soaked for the rest of the day and you'll be miserable. I mean, it's Florida, it's warm, you'll dry out in a couple of hours. So don't worry about that. Um, but it is a fun ride to go on. It was one of my favorites to go on. Uh, you know, when I went there, when I was younger, uh, soon after the attraction opened, I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged to go on that thing. My parents were like, no, I don't want to be wet or whatever. It was fine. I went on it later as an adult. So if you're thinking, I don't want to go on that as a water ride, you'll, you'll be okay. Uh, just if you're kind of worried, don't sit in the front because if you're in the front, you'll at least get a little damp um, on that. Next, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, or BTMRR, as some people call it. Uh, in shorthand, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, or, or Thunder Mountain, is uh, one of the roller coasters currently at Magic Kingdom, and it is a lot of fun. It looks beautiful at night uh, when it's lit up. Uh, if you want a special kind of different view of the fireworks of the nighttime spectacular Magic Kingdom, uh, it's a great attraction to go online, get in line for and, and kind of go and watch the fireworks while you're on a ride. Um, occasionally it will be shut down if there's lightning in the area, um, but sometimes if there's just a light drizzle or a little bit of rain, uh, they won't shut it down, so you don't have to worry about that. So kind of gives you a different feel uh, when it's raining outside. Um, it is a run, a run away rail train. It is a lot of fun, um, and there is a reason uh, why one of the lines as you're getting on to the ride is, you know, if you've got hats or glasses, you best remove them because they will fall off if you've got hats. Uh, or loose-fitting sunglasses. So whenever I'm on a roller coaster, anyway, I take my glasses off. Uh, I take my sunglasses off if I have them on because I don't want to lose them. Um, and that is one ride that you need to be careful on because you can. And you can get them back maybe, but it might be later on towards the end of the day. Uh, so that's just kind of a tip there. Um, if you're worried about glasses, if, if they're vital to you, you know, driving, that kind of thing, uh, make sure that you take those off when you go on the ride. It's just kind of a common, common basic sort of thing. So Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, probably, I would say, for me, between Space Mountain and uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, those two roller coasters at Magic Kingdom kind of go hand in hand. For me, as far as favorites go, it's really hard for me to pick one uh, over the other because, you know, one's inside, one's outside, but they both have their, have their perks. They're a lot of fun. Next attraction in Frontierland, Tom Sawyer Island. Now, Tom Sawyer Island, I think, is an attraction that gets overlooked a lot of times. Sometimes you kind of go around, you know, Frontierland, you're walking along the river, you see the Liberty Bell boat go by, you see these little kind of river boat, paddle boat things, you know, go from one side of the river to the other to, to get over to the island. You're like, what is that? There's this little building over there that looks like a restaurant. There is a restaurant on Tom Sawyer's Island that is open seasonally. Um, the hours are not very consistent, but that's one of the things that you can ask about in the parks. Um, occasionally they'll have some really good food there, uh, so it's great to check out. One of the things that you can do when you go to the parks at Disney, you can bring your own food in. You know, I talk about the dining plans a lot of time. If you're big eaters, 
you know, if, if you're big planners, um, if you want to, you know, maximize your budget and you do plan on doing a lot of table service meals, uh, the dining plans are a great option. If, if you're not uh, and you're thinking about bringing some of your own food in, consider packing a picnic and going for a picnic on Tom Sawyer's Island. Um, it's a little bit quieter over there. There's some kind of little hidden spots for kids to explore and kind of have fun. And there's some places for you to sit down and picnic and have a great, uh, you know, breakfast, lunch or dinner or, or, or snack. Uh, you know, I've, I've known people to go over there and take an afternoon nap just to kind of relax. Yeah, you can still hear, you know, the, um, the noise from the park a little bit, but in, for the most part, because of the trees and kind of where it's situated in the park, it's a little bit quieter. So it's a great place to go and just kind of chill out for a little bit uh, and, and relax. Like if you can't make it back to your hotel room and you're looking to just kind of be at peace for a little bit, uh, it's a great option for you. So a lot of little fun places to explore. Great for the kiddos. Uh, great for adults as well. If you're just looking to do something different, if you've never been to Tom Sawyer's Island or on it, I highly suggest it. Check it out. You'll have a lot of fun. And then last, but certainly not least, the most beloved attraction of all of Frontierland that recently, uh, somewhat recently over the summer, was rumored um, to be closing, to be taken away. And, you know, this particular attraction, uh, Walt Disney himself had his hands on, has his prints paw print, so to speak, all over it. Uh, it is a great attraction to go in to catch some air conditioning for a little laugh. If you're a fan of puns or dad jokes, they're all over the place. Uh, some pretty catchy music that's in there and lines, and that's right. I'm talking about our furry friends at the Country Bear Jamboree. And you're probably saying to myself, oh my goodness, my parents drug me to that attraction as a kid. I, I don't want to do that. Please, please, please. I have no desire to take my own children there and put them through that. Promise you. If you didn't like it as a child, go back. Give it one more shot as a grown-up. It has a, has a different flavor. It's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. You love the bears, right? It's, it's a great, fun, cheesy story. The song lyrics are funny. Uh, and again, if your legs are hurting, if your legs are sore, and you're looking for a way just to kind of relax for a little bit in air conditioning that works very well, go check out the Country Bears Jamboree. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so Country Bears, a lot of fun there. All right. Eateries, let's talk about food. So there are some food opportunities in Frontierland at Walt Disney World. I'm going to talk about three of them that are out there. So occasionally there are uh, food carts, popcorn carts, other kinds of things, uh, you know, ice cream um, carts and things like that that will pop up in different locations. The ones that I'm going to mention tonight are, you know, they're more consistently uh, than some of the others. Like, for example, uh, last week I talked about, uh, we talked about Adventureland and I mentioned the uh, egg roll. Uh, excuse me, spring roll carts that come out there with the different flavored spring rolls uh, that, that are out there. They're not out there all the time. They're out there more than they used to be, but they're not as consistent as some of the other food offerings that we're going to talk about. So the ones, unless they're particularly worth noting, um, I'm gonna t that I'm going to talk about are ones that are going to be there that are, you know, the, the table service restaurants, the quick service windows that are open uh, most of the time. So Let's talk about them. First off is the Golden Oak Outpost. So the Golden Oak Outpost uh, is great for kids that, you know, just want the chicken nuggets and fries kind of thing. They're not looking for anything complex. Why? Well, because that's what they feature. They feature chicken nuggets and waffle fries and also shakes. So uh, they're delicious. Um, they're good. So you can have those and you'll, they'll be uh, very enjoyable for those folks. The next one is Pecos Bill Tall, Tent, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. So Pecos Bill's is um, one of my favorite places to go. 
because I love a good taco salad. Uh, you can go there and, and get one. Tacos, nachos, lettuce wraps, fajitas, uh, and even burgers. So, you know, like some people in your party want a burger. Some want, uh, you know, maybe some Mexican kind of flair, you know, with, with your salsa, your lettuce, and your cheese, and that kind of stuff. Um, it's a place to go check out. Um, it's pretty good, and it's a great kind of services. No kind of frills, but the helpings are good. The food is made fresh, prepared fresh, uh, even the toppings. So you can check those out. They're a lot of fun. Um, and the next one is Westward Ho, which is a walk-up window with grilled chicken, um, bacon skewers, corn dogs, frozen lemonade, and warm cookies. So um, you may smell it before you get there um, because it has a lot of wonderful, wonderful food to kind of hit the spot. Uh, that kind of comfort food kind of stuff where if it's if it's warm outside, you get they got frozen lemonade. Um, if it's later in the day and you're looking for something more uh, satisfying when they're still open, the warm cookies are great. They've got bacon skewers. Who doesn't love bacon on a stick? So, of course, Disney's not going to call it bacon on a stick, but that's what it is, the bacon skewer. So uh, very thick cut slices of bacon that are delicious. Um, and it is not uh, so much of a... A, a larger building it's it's literally a walk-up uh, window kind of place and there is some uh, light seating in the area but a lot of the food that they served is made to be uh, enjoyed on the go so if you're an on-the-go kind of person you're looking for a quick quick snack but maybe something a little bit you know more filling than just like a coke or uh, a bag of popcorn um, this particular place is a great place to chop out or to check out not chop out check out <laughs> um, shopping so shopping, um, there are a few options. There are some in Adventureland as well that I mentioned uh, around the Legend Magic Carpet Ride area. In uh, Frontierland, there is a Disney pin trading and accessories kind of area as well. There are several shopping areas uh, located over to close to the Country Bear Jamboree um, and several of the attractions there across from the river and across from Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, so you want to make sure you check out those. Uh, there's shopping everywhere. You know, every attraction pretty much ends in a gift shop. Um, so we're not going to go page by page looking at every single one. So just know if I mention an attraction, more than likely there is going to be a gift shop there. So uh, if you're looking for something particular based on a specific attraction um, at a park, like you want a Space Mountain church or you want a Splash Mountain shirt or you know, something with Haunted Mansion, you want to make sure that you check the areas right around where those attractions are. So it may not dump directly into a gift shop, but more than likely, um, the exit may not go directly into a gift shop, but more than likely there is going to be an opportunity to buy something to remember that particular attraction if you really liked it. Um, so you can pick those things up there. And those are, those are the kind of things, and I've talked about shopping at Disney before, those are the kind of things that you likely will not see in other places throughout the Walt Disney World property. So if you're saying to yourself, you know what, I'm waiting to the last day, I'm making a list of things, just go to World Disney at Disney Springs and, and pick out what I want. Don't necessarily do that. You want to make sure that you, you know, go ahead and pick those items up. If it's something particular, if a particular memory had that, you know, was made that you want to remember and you want to buy something to kind of take home to remember that memory, make sure you go ahead and pick those things up. So that's Frontierland tonight. Um, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. You know, I could easily spend a couple of hours over there. Um, just milling around, seeing what's what, looking at all the detail, um, especially if you have never been to Walt Disney World before. You, never, you don't want to rush through any of these lands. Um, you know, unless you're going to only be there for a day, you may want to kind of prioritize what you're going to do. But if you're going there for your first time and you have a few days, take your time. You know, plan your fast passes, plan your dining reservations. Sure, do those things. 
you know, they're necessary. But when you are there, um, make sure you plan enough time to kind of look around you and see uh, what's going on. Because there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of hidden things, you know, light hidden Mickeys we've talked about before. Um, strike up a great conversation with the cast members that are around that are very, will be very happy to, uh, to help you. So uh, Frontierland is a magical place. It's a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite spots uh, at Magic Kingdom. So, uh, again, if you do have any favorite things to do in Frontierland that I have not mentioned, or if you have uh, any particular questions about Frontierland or Adventureland that we talked about last week, uh, please message me and let me know what they are. I would love to talk to you more about them. Uh, my pl travel planning services are 100% free to you. Um, I am affiliated with Travelmation LLC based out of Fort Lauderdale, so we have a lot of agents um, that are on Disney property uh, frequently. And we have a lot of agents that are, you know, very well versed in, in, in Disney and also uh, a lot of other destinations as well, uh, like Royal Caribbean and Carnival Cruise Line and Princess Cruise Line uh, and many others, as well as a lot of land tour destinations that are out there. Um, these are all things that I'm familiar with, some of which I'm experienced with, and I would love to be able to talk to you about them. Again, don't charge anything extra for my travel planning services. I want to make sure you have the best vacation possible um, with the least amount of hassle possible. So uh, please let me know. And the last but certainly not least, um, I mentioned this kind of in the notes on the Facebook Live that you're probably looking at right now if you're watching this live or later. Uh, I'm going to put this in the podcast as well. Um, the travel promotion that I was running, that I am currently running, again, expires on, runs out on September the 29th. This is the last day to take advantage of this offer um, that uh, I've been putting out there. And what is the offer, you might say? Well, the offer is this. For any package that is traveling in November uh, or December of 2019 to the Walt Disney World Resort, the Disneyland Resort, or Disney Cruise Line that meets certain criteria, I have a, I have a few different freebies for you. Uh, for Walt Disney World, that is any trip that is five days or longer with a four-day park hopper or longer. Um, it, I think it's something like that. I believe I have, I have it. In, I'll share it in the notes with you in a little bit. Um, it's a five-day trip or longer with four-day park hopper or longer. Staying in a Walt Disney World Resort hotel, uh, you can add in a dining plan. You don't have to. Um, you will be able to get a free Disney gift card that you can use towards your trip. You can use it uh, to pay towards your trip. You you can use it. Um, you know, towards towards gifts for souvenirs. You can you know use it to, to budget if you have children that are going with you. You can be like, here's your money for the trip. You know, you can't spend any more than what's on here, kind of thing. Um, you can use it for that, and I'll also be sending you a uh, free complimentary 2019 authentic Disney Parks ornament. So uh, that's one of my favorite things to get. It's a wonderful keepsake. You know, you'll bring it out every year and remember, hopefully, how amazing of a trip that you had. Um, the, the second thing for Disney Disneyland, um, you need to book a three-night or longer stay with a two-night uh, or two-day park hopper or longer ticket. Same thing, uh, authentic Disney Parks ornament that I'll be gifting you and sending you and a Disney gift card. Uh, the, the amount of those gift cards, by the way, is going to be subject to the kind of package that you end up booking. Um, I will let you know that amount uh, after the package is secured, um, but it could be anywhere from $25 to over $100, so uh, you never know. Um, and then finally, Disney Cruise Line, um, and that's for going to be for any any cruise, essentially four nights or longer. Again, in November or December of this year, I'll be providing you with 
um, a decent amount of onboard credit to assist you in your stay. You can use that uh, however you wish, and I'll also be sending you an ornament as well. So, um, And you'll be getting the, the onboard credit for the cruise line folks. If you're interested in that, that will be coming to you, again, once you're on board. But for the folks with the Disneyland or Walt Disney World packages that qualify for these promotions, um, you'll be getting that in advance. So you can use that as you please towards the trip or while you're on the trip itself. Um, and last but not least, um, the Walt Disney World free dining promotion um, that currently still does have some availability in this month in September. Very limited availability this month. Um, but there's also some availability left in November and December of this year for free dining um, is running out at the end of this month. So around the 29th. So please, please, please make sure you check in with me if that's something you want. If you want to plan a holiday vacation to the most magical place on earth, the happiest place on earth, you want to make sure you check in about that awesome promotion that's out there because it doesn't come up um, that often. A couple, a couple times a year uh, at most, typically. So. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. We'd love to serve you. And I hope you have a magical day. And we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.